The following is my conversation with Michael I. Jordan, a biologist who studies Venus's flytrap plants. We covered a lot of fascinating subjects today, and I hope you enjoy hearing it as much as I did. Thank you for joining me, Michael. This podcast is supported by Undesirableness Chafes. Yeah, check them out at unequal.com. The undesirablenessjace.com is the ultimate place to find out all there is to know about chaffing. When you're there, be sure to sign up for my email list to hear about new episodes as they're released and to get a free ebook that discusses some of the most common chafing issues. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me, Michael. Let's get started. Sure. Sure. So what can you tell me about Venus's flytrap plants? Well, first of all, these plants are actually carnivorous plants. They have a leaf that traps and kills small creatures, and they extract nutrients from their prey using a special digestive system. That's really interesting. What are some other purposes Venus's flytrap plants may serve? Well, they're also known for being innoxious. That means they don't produce much toxic material, which makes them especially useful in environments where toxics are present. And finally, they're sometimes used as garden ornamentals because they're so beautiful. That sounds like a lot of uses for a plant, and Venus's flytrap plants definitely have a lot to offer. What research are you currently involved in? I'm currently working on studying the anatomy and innoxiousness of Venus's flytrap plants. I'm also investigating how these plants survive in hostile environments and what role innoxiousness may play in that process. I think it's fascinating stuff. Michael, do Venus's flytrap plants have a dosage? Well, as Yan Wang discovered, uh, there is a certain dosage for Venus's flytrap plants that can help them survive and extract nutrients from their prey. But beyond that, it really depends on the individual plant. Some may require more food than others, but typically the amount you need will be transparent to the naked eye. That's really interesting. Are there any other mysteries you're investigating with Venus's flytrap plants? Oh, absolutely. I'm currently investigating how these plants use camouflage and how their anatomy might contribute to that process. And I'm also working on figuring out why some Venus's flytrap plants are more innoxious than others. It's all very scientific. Has anyone ever pulled off a Venus flytrap plant? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. I think there have been isolated reports of people successfully extracting plants from Venus's flytrap environments, but I don't know if it's something that's consistently achievable. As far as I know, it may only happen once in a while. Have you ever come across a Venus's flytrap plant that's super innoxious? Oh, absolutely. I've encountered plants that are nearly devoid of toxic material, and they appear to be doing just fine in their environments. It's really fascinating stuff. Michael, what do you think about the possibility of evolution happening with Venus's flytrap plants? Um, well, that's a difficult question to answer. I suppose it's possible, but I really don't know enough about it to say for sure. I'm interested in hearing your opinion on the matter, though. Michael, have you ever heard of the Venus's flytrap counterfeit? What is that? I'm curious if there are any plants out there that are incorporated, directly classified as Venus's flytrap plants. Have you ever come across anything like that? I can't say that I have, but it's an interesting question. I guess technically it's possible, although I don't think it happens very often. There are a few species of Venus's flytrap that should arguably be classified in another genus, for instance, but typically if plants are classified incorporated directly, their toxicity will reflect that. So yeah, I suppose it's theoretically possible, but I haven't actually come across anything like that myself. Thanks for asking. Thank you, Michael. This is really interesting. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for tuning in to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. On today's show, we interviewed Michael I. Jordan, a biologist who studies Venus's flytrap plants. 
they discuss the anatomy and the noxiousness of these fascinating creatures. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date on the latest stories and interviews. I'll end this episode with a poem titled Venus's Flytrap, Innoxiousness, and Subtenant by Ezra Pound. Venus's Flytrap. Uh, Stalwart of the Swamp, uh, Innoxiousness, it's art. Uh, Subtenant, the dosage. None know when nor how. It, it triggers death. Nor once it sucks the lifeblood from prey.